0: what's up everybody welcome back to the dad the man podcast the only show created to help you love and lead your family from the front from this place of opportunity and excitement and fulfillment and passion but also pursue your own personal and professional goals as well yeah that's a lot of balance there but that's the balance we're trying to strike that's the problem we're here to solve that's what we are here to help you do better my name is brendan wall and i am your host And I want to first thank you so much for tuning in today. You could spend your time doing literally anything else, but you've chosen to be here. So whether this is your first episode tuning in, or if you've been with us every step of the way, I want to thank you so much for being here. My goal is to steward the time and attention that you are giving to this show. I, I want to steward that well, and I want to give you the best return that I possibly can on that time and attention. So thank you. Thank you for being here. I cannot thank you enough. So before I introduce today's guest, I want to do a quick plug for our dad, the man, Facebook group. You can find our free group within the group section on Facebook. I know that's not rocket science. I'm sure you could have found it, but just in case that's where you can find us, go to the group section, search for dad, the man, and you'll find us there. You can also go to the link in the show notes on whatever platform you are listening to this on right now, and it will take you directly to the group, our free group. You know, as men, husbands and fathers, we face a unique set of circumstances and obstacles and challenges. But what's cool is that as men, husbands and fathers, a lot of times we're going through the same things. So we created this group specifically for the men, husbands and fathers who listen to this show, man, we're all in this thing together. We're all trying to figure this out. There is no manual on marriage and fatherhood and masculinity. All we can do is the best that we can and we can lean on each other. That's what we're here to do. So whatever you're facing right now, I guarantee you there's somebody in our group who has, it was either going through it currently that you could lean on or someone who has gone through it in the past that you can learn from. So come join us in the group. There's no point in going through this alone. We are in this together. Like I said, the group is free. No excuse not to join. Come see us in there. So, Today's guest is none other than Stipe Mejocic. So Stipe is a decorated UFC fighter. He's a six-time heavyweight champion of the world and is arguably the greatest heavyweight UFC fighter of all time. He was born in the U.S. to two Croatian immigrants, and his athletic talents were apparent from a young age. In college, he played baseball and wrestled at the Division I level, which served as his gateway into combat sports, and the rest is history. Besides fighting professionally in the UFC, he also works full-time for his local fire department. Besides fighting professionally in the UFC, he also works full-time for his local fire department. Today, we chat about why he does so despite his massive success as a fighter. Stipe is a massive dude standing at six foot, four inches tall, weighing about 250 pounds, very physically imposing which contrasts his laid back, lighthearted, and charismatic personality. It may be odd to refer to someone with a 20-3 record in the UFC, with 15 of those coming from knockouts, as a gentle giant, but that's the vibe I got from Stipe. Awesome dude. But above it all, he's an incredible man, husband and father, and it was an honor to host him on the show. So here's my conversation with the Stipe Miocic. And we are live with the dude who is known as the baddest man on the planet. He is six-time heavyweight champion of the UFC. He is the one and only Stipe Miocic. Stipe, I want to first thank you so much for making some time for us today. We were just talking about your schedule. I know how busy you are, so we appreciate you being here. I'm a big fan of yours. You're a fun dude to watch, a fun dude to watch in the octagon. Uh, You're the kind of guy I like to say you don't win by accident very often. You are just a killer in there um love watching you you've been a fun dude to follow like i said fun dude to root for so excited to have you here on the show so with all that being said stipe maiochic welcome to the dad the man podcast
1: thank you i appreciate you having me
0: yeah man all right so let's wade into this i wanted to let everybody get to know you a little bit from the ground up so if you don't mind maybe taking us back tell us a little bit about you know your childhood where you grew up uh siblings what you were into the whole nine yards there
1: yeah i mean i was born in a uh... Euclid Cleveland. I lived in Cleveland for like a year or two, Collinwood, and then lived in the east side of Euclid until about 11 with my, my mom and both my grandma and a duplex. And then my mom bought we bought a my mom bought a house in City Over and you know, lived there until about 22, 23 when I was in college, you know, did all that. You know, the high school played sports, college. Uh got down with college and uh didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, I didn't want to be behind the office desk or anything like that. I just <laughs> I kind of type but now, yes, because like you know, like getting your suits tailored—it's a different game. But anyway, <laughs> desk and so I had a bunch of friends who were firemen, and police officers, all that. And just I just loved the whole fireman aspect. And went back to school, become a fire a firefighter paramedic. At the time, I was training in a gym. We're making you know gas, food, money while I was in school. And uh, met a guy, owner of the gym. had a guy. He helped for, train for a fight. Helped him for a fight. And uh, here we are. And uh, you know, and still a fireman. And I finally just got full time about four months ago. You know, nothing there we go. You know, never too late to start. I mean, I've been part-time for a while and then <clears throat> I'm in, in a great city and, you know, uh, and we uh, have, you know, see two brothers and a sister, uh, brother, half-brother with my mom and my stepfather and a brother and sister with my dad and my stepmom. Uh, my dad's back in Austria. My, my two brothers and sisters live in uh, Florida and my brother still lives back here. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm married. i married actually six years tomorrow oh
0: happy annie
1: yeah right so that we have two beautiful children we have my daughter mila who is going to be four in july and then uh mateo he'll be a uh, year in august man. so yeah man we got you know it's never ending always something and uh you know this, this summer we have a uh, he's happy he wasn't born in uh he's a he's, he's only leo not in our house which is nice <laughs>
0: there you go so um so I was reading about you you sounds like you played a lot of different sports growing up, and you were a, i think a pretty good baseball player played in college a little bit and so i guess what was the transition like going from playing all these sports being really good at baseball, and then kind of falling into fighting like did you pursue fighting did that like what gripped i guess what really gripped you about fighting like what 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 switch flipped for you
1: uh well, i wrestled my whole life you know since I was like fourteen to you know college and uh yeah, I just you know, trying to make, you know, trying to get picked up somewhere for baseball, I just never worked out. Um, I was I was alright, but there's a lot of guys that can farther, hit the ball farther, throw ball the ball harder, yeah, all that good stuff. So yeah, worked out. Like I said, the guy that owned the gym was friends with the guy named Dan the Bull who just needed help for a fight to wrestle, and so I you know, helped him out, and I just kind of fell out with the whole sport. It became like a puzzle to me, and I just, and also like in a weird way, like being told to do, having an organization, having, you know, my like, cons- constantly doing something, and having like a practice, and just. I love it, and uh, it just kept me organized. You know, kept me out of trouble. Uh, just you know, wasn't I wasn't being doing dumb stuff and you know getting drunk all the time and going party. I did. I had my fair share, but you know, there's a lot of times where I said no just because you know I didn't have the money and you know I just didn't put myself in that position and, that. Uh, you know, and just you know, it's, it's funny. I just, just love the whole team aspect. I know it's an individual sport, but the whole team and. You know, it's every day you see the guys and you talk about what they did that day or what's going on on the weekend. It just it's great. It's like high school or, you know, it just, it's just, a team. It just, it's just great. You know, the unity and just, you know, we all come together and hang out. And it's, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. So
1: I love everything about it.
0: That's cool. And obviously making that decision is paid off pretty well for you. I mean, you've had one hell of a career so far, um, yeah. you know, arguably the greatest of all time. And all at the same time, you you alluded to this before, but you also have worked as a fireman through a lot of this as well. And you just mentioned you're going full time. Why have you kept that going on on the side while you've been one of the best fighters we've ever seen?
1: Uh, You know, um, you know, I started fighting. I didn't want to get punched in the face. You know, I still don't. Uh, It's not fun, but I didn't mind it. Um, But, you know, uh, with, with working as a fireman, I just, you know, I love I love everything about it. It's like, you know, MMA to me. I just love everything about it. Just go to work and you know, I'm excited to go to work. I like going to work and just it's a good feeling and you know, and the schedule is amazing. And uh yeah, I just I just always kept it just my mom to be proud. You know, I did something besides fighting, you know, like you know, I was playing sports. I want to do something I worked hard at to get, you know, I studied hard, passed on my tests, and and then I, you know, it's part time my whole career. And then four months ago, I got hired full time. So, about the money it's more just making sure my family's taking care of you know with the benefits and all that stuff you know it's, it's 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 nice to have
0: yeah that's it's that's amazing i remember reading that about you for the first time and i thought that was such a such an honorable um really cool thing that you've got that you're passionate about that you're dug into that um on the side so you you know obviously like everybody knows you've had this amazing career as a fighter talk to me about what Changed for you as a professional athlete, maybe even as a firefighter too, when you start bringing kids into the world and you're mixing that into your life as a you know, professional athlete.
1: Sense of purpose, I think. You know, like right, you know, I'm here now. I got my kids. I want to make sure they're taken care of. It. I want to make sure that they need I can I can pr- provide. You know, and yeah, or You know, I, I, no matter what, I if I have to work wherever I have to work, I don't care. I mean, just as long as they, you know, they're taken care of. It, I just want to make sure that a oh god forbid something happens to me that they're taken care of when I'm done yeah wherever, you're not going to worry nothing happens <laughs> but you know no matter my wife and my two kids I just make sure they're good
0: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that and i think it would be natural for some people to maybe say you know i brought kids into the world and then i maybe got a little distracted or less focused on being a great fighter but it sounds like for you it really propelled you into being a better fighter and to pushing harder is that a fair assumption
1: yeah, hundred percent. I just want to show my, make sure, you know, I'll, I'll, my son will hate this, but I mean, like when I tell him this, but like when I lost my child for the first time uh, against DC, you know, having my daughter right after that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about fighting. I was thinking about her, making sure she was okay. You know, cause I never had to take care of someone. I never had to yeah. have a responsibility. You know, I always have a responsibility, but you know, it's different. You're taking care of a human life. It's, it's yours, you know? And yeah. It just that kept me from going crazy and just you know going jumping off the deep end. And uh, I think you know impossible to show my kids that you know matter how you know something sometimes in life things don't go your way and you know you have bumps in the road, just you know, get get back up, dash off, keep moving forward and get 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 what's yours.
0: How do your kids react when they see you after a fight and you know? There's blood. I'm sure there's blood everywhere, eyes, face swollen. You're, you know, looking like you got hit by a bus. What are what are your little kids looking at you like when you walk out of the ring?
1: Well, it's only been my daughter who's been around for him. Um, she actually went to with my one fight to Anaheim. Um she was about to be two, I believe. Or what was she about to be or And like she didn't even care. Like she just said, hey man. And She's like, if that, that you know, I just she was you know, walking around and being crazy, but she uh you know, I beat up and she didn't care. And I never really sure, if I, you know, like what I do. And of course, randomly on TV, they'll be like, we just a couple of times where there, there I was, you know, getting punched in the face or punching someone in the face. She's like, yeah. And then going, oh, we have a little gym in our basement and we have heavy bags hanging up. She's like, Dad's yeah, punching, And she starts punching the bag. I'm like, Oh no, 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 you're not doing that. I'm like, you're playing golf or tennis. No, no, no. She, yeah, she doesn't mind it. She, um, you know, and, and, she gets it, and I think a little bit, she's still young, and she's, like, right, totally comprehensible concept, concept, I guess you would say, but, uh, the one thing that I did work out was when COVID hit, I actually put the gym in my house, which I never wanted to have a gym in my house. This is, like, my sanctuary. This is, like, yeah. away from training, and I had to just train, and it was a, it was probably the best thing, blessing in disguise. It was, uh, you know, I got to see her more. I, I always saw my daughter, but, you know, after training, I would never get to put her to bed, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you know, having the gym at the house, you know, we'd train here a couple of times a week and she would come down, you know, watch me train or come right after we roll around have fun and then put it in bed. So it kind of was, like, it was kind of it was nice.
0: Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I, uh, I, I did the same thing. Obviously I'm not a professional athlete. I'm a recreational gym guy, but you know, I quit my gym and built out a little gym over here on the other side of where we're, I'm sitting right now. I've got, a, you know, a little platform where I can work out and man, it's just like not having the time, even just to the drive to and from the gym it's more moments with the kids it's the stuff like that it's like oh you can be there for bedtime like bro that's a lot of moments when you start adding those up every day you know um you led into something before you said you you probably don't want her hitting that heavy bag how do you feel about your kids coming up behind you watching Mm -hmm. their dad maybe wanting to follow in his footsteps how do you think you're gonna navigate that
1: i mean it's you know they're gonna do jiu jitsu and all that stuff, but you know, I teach them how to box, but I don't want them to fight. But that day comes and they were like, Hey, I want to fight. You know, this as much as I hate it, I'm like, you know, I don't want them to do it, I will support them 100%. I, I'm not gonna, you know, take away from the dreams.
0: Yeah, that's I, I know that'll probably be a, a tough, a tough moment if, if when it comes. Um, <laughs> but man, it's it's cool that the, you know, they're getting to you know, get a, get a sense for what dad's up to. So I'm also imagining this moment and go back to, you know, walking out of the ring and and your, your daughter's there. So you're in the ring with a guy. I mean, it's a UFC. Anybody who's ever watched a UFC fight? Like it's a cage match, man. It's like, it's game on You're it's one-on-one. You're trying to take the other man out and one guy's walking out of there with his head up. So you're in that mode, like killer instinct mode. And then like a minute later, you're sitting there hugging your wife, holding your baby daughter, like, how do you flip that switch so fast?
1: Well, I, luckily for me, she's never been to an actual fight. She's been – Gotcha. In a, like, thank God, you know. Yeah, but, <laughs> and, um, yeah uh, you know, at the time it was a bad time when we were fighting, so it worked out well. <laughs> she, she went to the wings and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, no matter what, you know, it's a fight, and, you know, that, that switch is different. But, like, you know, I, I can always turn that switch off just as I'm as walking in the cage, you know. I'm like really busting balls, chopping it up before the fight, whereas before we're walking out and then immediately walk out, that's when uh, it's game on. Like, I can't leave now. You know, I, yeah. I'm ready to, I'm ready is it like, it.
0: when you're going in there, is that like a, like really like a, like a switch flip moment? Like I'm almost not in character, but kind of like in character. Like yeah, it's, yeah. I'm the, I'm the fighting guy now.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm sitting there having a good time. And then music starts, I'm like, oh, you know, I can't change anything now. You know, it's, you know, I trained yeah. hard to do this and, then I'm thinking the cage, you know, why am I walking, walk the octagon thinking, how am I doing this? I could be a fireman right now. You know, just like punch <laughs> your face. But then, you know, it, win, lose, or draw. I, I love it because I, you know, I work so hard to get there and just I go out there swinging every time.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, it's phenomenal. To, it's, it's fun to watch too. As, as a spectator of the sport, man, it, you put on a good show. Uh, so the nice. product is strong. Um, so, you know, you're you fighting the UFC. That's a high-risk environment. You're a firefighter. You're, that's a high-risk environment. Has having kids changed your orientation with, I guess, that ri- that inherent risk in doing those two things where there can be injuries, there can be issues, there's there's a real risk there?
1: Uh, Yes, I mean, yes, no, I guess. I mean, I, I get it. Like, But there's also, you know, it's not just me walking into a fire. It's not like, or, you know, whatever call it is. It's just, I have me. we have a team, just like in it's fighting, you know, and. With fighting, they have doctors, they have you know, paramedics, they want to stand by. There's, there's always, you know, so it's always, you know, but I could really walk down a street and a tree can fall on top of me. I mean, you, anything can you do, anything can happen. You don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, I mean, I just, you know, because I can like live every day, just have you know, live every day in the fullest and enjoy it and enjoy my daughter. You know, even though my kids are crazy and times, in, but other nothing better than knowing you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, uh, it's a cool thing. Like I said before, it's a cool thing for them to get to watch you you know, chase your dreams, go after the things that you want to do in your life. And I, it's hard to just tell your kids to do that. But for them to see it for them for that to be the model from their dad. Um, yeah. it's, it's awesome, man. So kudos to you in that regard as well. So I want to transition just a little. And uh, I want to talk about your wife a little bit. I want to know what kind of spectator she is at the fights. Is she nervous? Is she like cringing? Or is she out there banging on the cage? Like, what kind of spectator is she?
1: She has, like, a think every emotion, I think. I think. I mean, I don't, I've never really seen her too much. I've um I seen videos. I've seen one. she had head it was down. another one, she's screaming. I hear her screaming, like, F him up, babe. You know, <laughs> screaming. And, you know, all I hear is her, my coach, at all every time. And then, you know, the one, she's going crazy. I mean, it just, it, it's just, ah, it just depends, you know. I mean, I remember, uh, I think it was when I fought Andre Alaski. She was, uh, I've never really seen her before a fight, like, mm. in the and where I was walking out, she's right there. She's looking at me, I'm looking at her, and I kind of do her like, hey, what's up? Like, you know, like, out, She's like, oh, she's like, I knew you were gonna win in like 30 seconds. <laughs> so confident. And I was like, yeah, oh, no, I got to see you. You know, I mean, you're my yeah. you're my crunch, you know, you got to see my 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 favorite person and you know, I felt good. And she uh but she's she's awesome. She's a huge supporter, she takes care of me and she takes care of the kids if I've uh fight, you know, they're really uh, and not even just her too, my whole family, you know, they're I'll come over and hang out with my wife and my kids. And they're like, you'll go take a nap. You look tired. You know, I'm like, see ya. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm lucky with that. I get, I get real pampered, but, uh, you know, my wife, she's, she's, uh, she's a captain of the ship. You know, she really, she grabs everything by grabs everything by the horn and just takes it, man. She's, she's awesome. I'm very lucky. Uh, I'm very blessed to have her in my life.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's leaning on that village, raising the kiddos. man, we've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old myself and, we live close to my in-laws and my parents are a couple hours down the road. So they're up all the time. And we lean on them, man. If they say it nope. takes a village, we, we use the village. I, th- I think oh, it's good for them.
1: Oh, and they love it because you know, it, it's good. And then at, at times it's the worst. Cause like you try, you try to like, keep stern with them and you know, like my daughter gets a lot, but she also get, you know, we, we say no to her a lot of times, but when the in laws, and my grandparents come over, I'm like, their grandparents, I'm like, God, you like, just, when my mom came over one day and she really, it's like nine 30, 10 in the morning. I hear this big thump. I looked at him. I, I knew what it was. I just didn't look. I go, mom, are you serious? I'm like, she's like, I'm like, she's like what? She wanted it. I'm like, mom, it's a gallon of ice cream and it's 10 in the morning. You know, she, <laughs> do you do? I'm like, put it back. And that was impossible. She already got it out. And, uh, but like, you know, she, uh, you know, but-
0: can I dig on that for a second? How do you navigate that? Navigate like the grandparents spoiling the grandkids. How do you net walk that line? <laughs>
1: It's it's hard. Like I mean, times I do get stern with my grandparents. I'm like, yo, listen. I'm like, you guys, you cannot do this. You know, and they're, like, okay. and they're they're good about it, you know. But I mean, they're pretty good about. it. They do say no to her too. They do do they they do say no. But it, 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 it's some it's hard sometimes. Like when we had our son, our dad was having. Usually get a nap, and then we weren't home for like three days because my my daughter my wife was still in in the, in the hospital. My son was in NICU for two days. He had flu in his lungs. So I was you know going back and forth and then so it was like three, four days, and those three, four days she didn't nap at all. I was so mad. I'm like, You guys, she she wanted to nap. I'm like, because you didn't let her snap, you just put her stop. And then actually it worked out in hindsight because now she has a nap. Well, she was a daycare school, but she doesn't nap, and so she was a bed earlier, which I, I can't complain. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that night nap night. schedule, man, with the first kid is a uh, lot different than the second one. Our first uh, one was like Bang, bang, bang on the dot. Second one, it's a little more like just throw him in there, and surely he'll fall asleep for a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're we're pretty good really. I know what you're saying. We're, we're trying about every two and a half hours, three, whatever. And with my daughter though, she was different. Like we didn't even have to like we could see her tire put her down, and then within eight weeks she was sleeping through the night.
0: Wow, that's legit.
1: Yeah, yeah well, then our son, he's like, I want a different plan. That's not going to happen. I'm going to wake up when I want to wake up. <laughs> about it. I mean, if he does wake up, it's around eleven. I yeah. Feed him- He's a big boy. He's, uh, he's huge. <laughs> How old is he now? Uh, He'll be 10 months. It'll be 10 months, 10, it'll be 10 months uh, in about a week, two weeks.
0: Gotcha. So he's starting to come alive a little bit. like Oh, yeah. Give you a little yeah, bit of like a reaction, recognizing dad, that uh, all that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he started to talk more. He started to talk and clap and wave. And that. Like, you know, he, uh, he wouldn't cry. He was so lazy. He was a big boy. He just didn't want to do anything. <laughs> and all of a sudden, one day, he's gone. I'm like, ah. So I had to get one of those like little jail play pens, like <laughs> I'm like, dude, you have to like, it's the worst. But uh, yeah, yeah, he, he's getting there, man. He, he's, he's a good boy. He, he's very, uh, he's, he's, he's got a good heart. You can tell just like my daughter and it's, we're lucky. And, but it's funny cause my daughter, when she was screaming, it was like bloody murder. She was like letting you know she was screaming at him. When he cried, it's like, it's like in pain. Like what's wrong? You know, it's like, you know, but they're uh, but they're great kids. We're, we're lucky. They're gonna be, they're gonna be, they're gonna be special.
0: That's awesome, man. That's, that's so cool. Do you guys think you're, you're done it too, or are you going to try to oh, grow yeah. the family anymore?
1: 100% we're done with two. I got, I got the,
0: oh, there you go. How, how, how was the recovery? Was it
1: all right? I was good. They're like, you get sore. I was a little snipe and sore. Like, I got I, I got it done on a Wednesday, had an interview for my new job on Thursday. And then on Saturday at the old department, I used to work at, we had a live fire burn and I did it. So I was fine. I mean, <laughs> but I was good. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, like,
0: I'm not even sure how to interpret your answer because as I asked that, I was thinking his pain tolerance is probably yeah. so much higher than mine. You're in a UFC fighter. I'm an accountant. I mean, got to be a different pain tolerance. Uh, but yeah, I think I mean, that's going to be somewhere on the agenda for me in the future, so.
1: No, yeah, I mean, It wasn't that bad. I mean, it, it was, you know, it was crazy. Was that It only took 20 minutes. Really? It was like 20 minutes. We literally to talk to the guy who's doing it. We're talking. He's going on vacation. we like, oh, it's great. I've never been there. We're about done. I was like, oh, yeah. okay
0: so it's literally a little snip snip and you're out of there huh yep, yep. all right good to know well this is yeah. good I, everyone else i've asked about it has scared me a little bit you're the first yeah. person that's made me a little less scared to go in and have that done so thank you
1: yeah i mean it, it wasn't that bad honestly but i mean i think my doctor was good i, I like that you had soft hands you would say <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah um yeah i mean it wasn't that bad i mean yeah i mean it was sore for a little bit but not, not even terrible so i just know it was there it yeah. was or I couldn't walk, or I, you know, I know some guys are different.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, cool. That's, um, I'm feeling a little bit better now. All right, good stuff. Um, all right, so I want to be respectful of your time. i got two last – or a couple last questions that I ask everybody that comes on the show. A couple uh, – just, you know, fire, fire off a few at you, and then I'll get you out of here. So question number one, what is a, something that most people don't know about Stipe Miocic? Oh,
1: man, that's a good one. I'm real sensitive.
0: All right. There we go. Yeah, that's that, I wouldn't say that would be the uh, the initial peg for heavyweight yep. champ of the world. All right, yep. cool. Question number two. And the answer to this question cannot be your family. But what are you the most proud of in your life so far?
1: What am the most proud of having children, not saying my my family, but just having my children, mm-hmm. getting, uh, you know, world champion, of course, and uh, becoming a full-time fireman.
0: Awesome. All right. Last question. This question has to do with the word legacy. So legacy is something that we hear a lot about, right? See it on social media. It's a lot of times it's generational wealth or, you know, trophies, names on buildings, whatever it may be, a lot of different interpretations. But when I think about legacy, I think about the the people, I think about really two buckets, the people that mean the most to me on this earth and the people that God willing, I will leave behind when I pass on. So within those two buckets falls my kids, right? And when I think about legacy, I think about the moments, the memories, the experiences—just the little, the little day to days, the little things that they're going to remember about me. When God willing, hopefully, I can leave them behind on Earth. So that's what I think about when I think of the word legacy. So, if through that lens, if I turn that around to you and I say, Stepe, what do you want your legacy to be with your two kiddos? How would you answer that question?
1: My legacy was showing that hard work pays off. You know, nothing's ever given; it's earned. And then I want them to show, I want them to take from me the showing that always being a good person, no matter what, even if a person's crappy to you, always be good because karma is a B-I-T-C-H. B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> I'll come back to get you So always and never, you know, assume anything, to so always be kind and gentle and, and nice to everyone.
0: I love it, man. Awesome. Stipe, thank you so much for making some time for us today. Uh, it's such a blessing to get to have you here on the show. Um, I hope to get to see you fight again soon. I know there's some rumors swirling right now. I won't put you on the spot to address them. I know you know what I'm alluding to, um, but man, hope to get to see you out there again sometime soon. But nothing else, dude. Thanks so much for coming on here today. Where's the best place for um, where's the best place for people to find you, follow you, find out more about you? Where can we, where do you want some people?
1: social media, you know, we got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Steve Smyosek is my uh, handle. I'm um, TikTok. I uh, have a YouTube channel, which I haven't really done much. I should probably do more of, but I'll eventually get back to that. Um, but yeah, just find me, myosic and S-M-I-O-C-I-C. And, you know, social on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Trying to think of anything else I'm missing. We uh LinkedIn. I guess. Anyway, just type my name and you'll find me.
0: Yeah. You're a very Googleable person. You're an easy Google, Uh, but I'll put it, I'll link everything up in the show notes. Stepe, thanks so much for making some time, brother.
1: Hey, thanks for having us. Awesome.
0: All right, everybody. That's it. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already do me a huge favor and subscribe to the show or leave us a rating and review. We can't thank you enough for your support until next time. Remember to love and lead from the front. See ya.